All right. Well, welcome, guys. Um, I'm going to share a couple things. Let me do. Uh, let me share my screen first. Just uh, some fun stuff that we're doing with Inspire 100. So, hey, guys, come on in. Um, let's see. So some of you guys remember this, this kind of fits with our what we're talking about again tonight. I'm kind of doing a review because I wanted to. A lot of people are asking, like, what is imagination? What is all this about? And is it, is it really godly? And, and uh, I'll show you again through scripture how powerful it actually is. I'll teach you a little Hebrew. I got some handouts for you tonight. Okay. You can take <laughs> home because once you get Hebrew, it, like scripture opens up to you. It really does. Like it doesn't open up in Greek. It doesn't open up in English. It was written in Hebrew in Aramaic, even the New Testament. People don't realize that. And so anyway, trying to, trying to decipher it in, in Greek or English is just a mess, you know, so as you guys know. So anyway, um, what they're showing here, Tommy in Cambodia, Debbie introduced me to these guys, um, that lady who they're giving money to, that's what they're doing there. And they're praying for when they first met her a couple months ago, she was crazy in her mind. She was literally chained to her bed and, uh, because she was uncontrollable. You know, the charismatics would call it demonic. And she was just, she had, she had dwelled on things too long and it became who she was. And so anyway, they simply, uh, they simply saw her. They've been learning what we're doing and just trusting what they do in their imagination is the divine act of God. And they said, you know what? We went away and, and uh, we envisioned her completely happy, joyful when we would come back a month from now. And they would both be happy and explaining everything to us. That's exactly what happened. They didn't have to go come out, come out, or I bind you devil or anything, anything weird. Nothing like that. They simply used their divine imagination and saw exactly what they wanted and knew that was God. And they came back. And so anyway, Inspire 100 is just taking care of her. So he wrote, uh, visit this Lily this afternoon. She was the formal mental patient healed by faith. Um, even I don't even like that language because most people grew up word of faith, charismatic, and it sounds weird. But it's word, being healed by faith is simply faith is just trusting what you do up here in the most holy place that you have is the holiest of holies is your mind. And uh, what you do in there is godly and you don't have to look for physical results immediately, but it will come. And so uh, just wrote, Hey, shield by faith in the distance province. We brought her rice and a donation from freedom ministries. That's from you guys and inspire. Thank you. And uh, thanks Mike for the gift. Lily was thrilled. And so was her mother as both were very little to live on. So anyway, I just wanted to show you guys that thanks for doing that. And uh, cause that's cool. And then let me just change the share here a minute and I'll start into, uh, do I have it? Where's my PowerPoint? Maybe I don't have it up. Where is it? This is what happens when you have too many windows open. I thought I had it up. Sorry, I'll get there. Why don't I have it? Oh yeah, I had it up. That was the right one. That was a PowerPoint, sorry. All right, here's a, here's a I like to do thought questions because I like people to think through this stuff on their own. So imagine this, if, um, if God wanted to do anything, if he wanted to heal somebody or he wanted, to, he wanted something in his life, what would he do to get it? If you can answer this question, then you know how to pray, right? Because you and the Father are one. It says, I and the Father are one, right? So God is spirit. 
So would he, would he beg somebody for an answer? No. no. Why? Because he's God. <laughs> so he's outside of time. So there's no emergencies in God, right? And so um, he would never have an urgent prayer request, would he? Because nothing surprises him. He wouldn't. Um, <laughs> and I'm saying this because Jeff knows is I, I do this a lot, guys, because there's so many emails that come in. And is the reason I'm just reviewing again tonight is because people need to hear it over and over and over and over because they've heard the wrong thing for so long. It's just trying to get the right thing in them. Because um, Barb knows this. If you go urgent prayer request, I do this for a reason. I automatically put you three days back. I do. Because I want you to get there's no urgencies. Because if you're, if you're freaking out, I like to call it, there's no freaking out in the kingdom. It's only yes and amen, right? Like we have a tendency to freak out, don't we? <laughs> Urgent prayer request. They don't realize that's the wrong thing to say to me. My wife knows. I go, oh, I just put a little reminder to get back to it in three days. Because I want them to realize there's nothing urgent. There's, everything's peaceful in the kingdom. Does, does that make sense? So I don't have to run and, oh, my God, I got diagnosed with this. Oh, my God, this happened to my daughter. Oh, my God, this. No, 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 no. None of that, guys. You and the father are one. So if God wouldn't freak out, there's no reason to freak out. Right. Does that, does that make sense? It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what news you get is never accept the idea of lack in any area of your life. Like if, if you get news, because sometimes people, um, uh, where's Mona? In fact, Brad Jerzak once asked, told us this when he was over at her house, he goes, I'm, it's weird that nothing ever happens to you. Like, Oh no, Brad, Things happen to us every day. We just don't react like you guys. That's the difference, right? We don't freak because we know that before I go to bed, I see it how I want it to be. And then I go to bed and it becomes. There's no emergencies. Isn't that simple? So if, if God desired anything, he would simply go, I'm God and this is how it's going to be. Wouldn't he? Well, that's how we do it. I'll show you in scripture. That's how you do it. You go, wait a minute, I'm one with the Father, and the same glory that's given to Jesus, he's given to me. So why am I freaking out? I want something to change. I want something healed. I want, I want, uh, I want provision. I want joy in my relationships. You make a decision, and I'll show you. That's literally what it says. Is go, no, this is how it's going to be, and rest. Just go, this is how it's going to be. And it becomes. Isn't that cool? There's not any harder than that. So if you can remember, how would God get anything in his life? It's the same way you get anything in your life. Where one of my favorites, favorite, favorites of all times is John 16, 24, because it says, and I, I've covered this before, so I'm going to cover it tonight, but that word ask, we have this weird idea that, um, God, can I please have this? Or you can you please heal? Is it somehow it's not available or he might say no, or he might check to see if we're worthy of it. None of that. Ephesians says this. It says, I've blessed you with only the blessings you're qualified for. <laughs> no i'm glad you guys laugh because if, if i say that in a church downtown they're like oh yes brother yes brother you know like and i go no 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 read it again you don't read your book very well it says you have been blessed past tense aorist meaning everything's yours you've been blessed with every blessing that you could ever even think of it's already it's already done now lumbano it is it says it's just lay hold of it so you can choose whatever you want you go this is how it's going to be from now on. And don't worry about anything out here. The last place you should look for assurance is physically. The insurance is always in here. Does that make sense? 
So let me just show you this. I wanted to title this is um, you can have faith in your imagination and it'll give you every desire of your heart. Now, let me explain that. And I'll show you scripturally because this is where people kind of get lost because they've never been taught how God, how simple God is. In the Old Testament narratives, it says this is all the different imagery of um, like the church, the church in the wilderness where they're carrying around the, the Ark of the Covenant. And it's a it's a tabernacle made of skins and they're carrying it on the shoulders of priests. Well, who's the tabernacle made of skin? You are. And we're the we're the priest that it's carried on. Right. This this tabernacle right here. And then we also see the imagery where the high priest would go in and he would. This is in their imagery. It would be this is where people meet face to face with God. So if you were face to face with God, where would you guys go in the Old Testament story? Into the holiest of holies, right? And that, and according to the the imagery, what's that? With bells on, everything, yeah, right. And so, like adorned, yeah. So anyway, their imagery was: you would go and you're meeting God face to face in the holiest of holies. And whatever you ask for in there, it is a done deal. And when the high priest would come out, the story would say, then everybody would be all the is the nation of Israel would celebrate for a year because they knew that. They were going to be wildly blessed for the next year, right? Fantastic. Great. And then the New Testament says this. Don't you know those are stories about you? You're the tabernacle that he dwells in. So where you meet face-to-face with God, where he answers every single prayer without exception, is on the Ark of the Covenant between the two cherubs carried on the shoulders of men, which is your mind. Those two halves of your brain are called cherubs. They're in the Old Testament, it says creatures or creations of imagination. Mm-hmm. Even in the even the in the um, imagery, if you go look at the holiest of holies, it says the cherubs are creatures of your imagination, or creatures of imagination. They're creatures that imagine, and they view, and they picture. And to them, that was the holiest of holies. So, because a lot of people think it's New Age, they're like, "Oh, your imagination." It's just, it's just, I'm like, well. It's the holiest thing you can do is what scripture says is imagine. So I don't care what you call it. You're not holy by not having a glass of wine. According to them, the holiest thing you can do is imagine. Isn't that amazing. You've been taught us everything else. Don't watch football. Well, that's your problem. You have a boring life. <laughs> you know, like everything that we tried to do that we were taught to be holy is just nonsense. It says the holiest thing you could ever do is face to face with God right up here. It's your own mind. Isn't that wild? So let me just show you this. Is uh, um, hold on. Let me go to. Let me show you this here again, guys. And I'll pull this slide up for all of you here. It's more difficult than I thought trying to manage up here as well as because you can't see all this stuff when I'm doing it online on Zoom. You can't see my mess up here. These guys can. So um, let me just go to Isaiah sixty four eight. I want to show you this. I'll teach you a little Hebrew here. So. If you go to Bible Hub, I've done this a lot with you. All right. Is it locked up on you? Okay. Let me do a new share for you. 
All right, Isaiah 64, 8. I've shown you this before, but I want to, this is pretty interesting. So I think Isaiah's in your Bible, right? Okay. Sometimes people are shocked that what I show them is in their Bible. <laughs> so, all right. It, it's interesting when you look at, I always like to look at the titles that the, the, the writers and the interpreters of scripture put through a prayer for God's power. All right. If you've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places and not one's left out, then you already have God's power. Do you not? All right. So it says, but now, oh Lord. So Lord, you'd have which literally is Yod, the finished work of God or the strength of God and Hava. Hey Mitch, how are you, bud? I'm good, man. So uh, your teams win today? Or do you have anybody playing? No, never mind. <laughs> Mine might be getting beat right now. <laughs> so, Lord is Yudhevave, and Yad is the finished work of the strength of God, and Hava is existence to be. I am. So it's the finished work to be. I am. Anything you want to be, that's Lord. Isn't that interesting? So the Lord, you are our Father. So is the Lord and our Father equated here? The Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. So do they not equate the Lord, your father, and potter? It says, the Lord, you're our father, and you are the potter. Yes. Doesn't it? Yeah. It makes them all equal, right? Now, this is where it gets interesting, because if we look at potter, I, I got to show you it, because it, this is where I'm going to teach you a little Hebrew. Ness, can I have you have these out, these guys? Um, I don't know if I have enough, but... Uh, it's kind of tight, but I'll. Sh you guys can if, all of you guys online. If you just if you just Googled Hebrew pictograms, you'll find the Hebrew language, and you can get like a little cheat sheet. And I'll walk you guys through it. And I'll walk you guys online. But here's the word Potter. So the Lord, the Father, and Potter are the same. So whatever whatever they're describing the Potter as is the Lord and is the Father. All right. So Potter here. If you look at it, it says to form or fashion. It's a verb to form or fashion, a form, forms out of play of human activity, to frame, devise in the mind. So whatever you do in the mind is the potter, is the Lord, is the Father, and it's a divine activity. Like I said, it's the, the most holy thing you can do is imagine. It doesn't scripture say, as a man thinketh, that's his I amness. That's who he's going to be. That's his I am. So if you want to know what you're thinking about, look at your life. Now, here's the really cool part. To me, when I got this, it was the most liberating thing in the world. Like I told you, I was like, are you kidding me? I, I caused this mess. I simply have to change what I do in here. And it's like the high priest going into the holy. Thanks, Ness. You're awesome. Um, the high priest going into the holiest of holies. And whatever I do in there, he answers me so I can be joyful and be blessed. That was the whole imagery, right? So anyway, it's, that's the verb. One who devises and frames with his mind, it's the same letters, Yud, Zod, Resh, which I'll show you how to interpret Hebrew with this. But if you go look up here, all you guys online, it's three Hebrew letters, Yad, Zod, Resh. The noun of this is the same letters. And the noun of this says your imagination. So when you imagine, you are being like the Lord, you're being like the Father. And one who imagines is a potter. Isn't that wild? Now, all you guys online, let me see if I can get this up for you here. Um, 
Let me stop share a minute and do a new share here. I'll show you how to do a little Hebrew. Where does everything go? I, th I just had that up. Darn it. Uh, all right, I can, I can do it this way. And I can share. Share screen. There it is. It, you know what? There's a delay. That's why I can't, can't find it yet. So I keep, it, it's such a delay right now. All right. So Yad Zabresh, all you guys here, but it, all you guys online, you can just, you can kind of see where it's at. If you just, uh, if you Google Hebrew pictogram or P Hebrew alphabet, you'll find it. So your imagination or one who imagines is the Lord and is the father. And it's the most holy thing you can do. Not act holy, not stop sinning, nothing. The holiest of holies, the number one thing you can do is meet face to face with God and here and create with your imagination. That is the Lord. That is the Father. And it's the holiest of holies. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Which is why kids can enter the kingdom very easily. Because they're not all bogged down by 50 years of Bible study. Right? So anyway, so here's Yad Zabresh. And the original Hebrew wasn't spoken, guys. It was, it was imagery. Because the people weren't uh, schooled. So they only had to learn 22 letters of what the pictures meant, right? So Yad, I'll help you guys out here. So Yad, there's a number and a letter and a picture associated with it. They just give you the imagery of it, but they don't give you the picture here. But So Yad is number 10. So if all you guys here, if you can just go to the 10th Hebrew letter. And what does it say Yad is? It's a hand closed or closing upon. And to them, the potter was like, the hand is where we do the work, right? So if there's a potter, he's, he's forming the clay with his hands. So that's why it was a picture of a cupped hand. But then it says, to work, a deed done, finished work. And this is really, it's not real deep, but you can kind of get the idea. So Yad was always the 10 or the strength of God or the finished work of God, right? So it's God doing the work, all right? So Zod is <clears throat> number 90. If you go down here, guys, you can kind of look and go find 90. Now, what's interesting, here's the imagery. So Seven in Hebrew is the number what? Completion. If you go look at Zion, it literally means to be male. It means to complete the male act. Complete. You just completed it. That was Zion. It was a sordid man. It was a man with a crown on his head. It's an upright man. You get the imagery. All right. Zod, it's hard to say, but it's a, it's a humbled man. Meaning, this isn't, a, this isn't a seed of a male and woman in intimacy. This is, there's a yacht attached to it. There's a, this is the strength of God, not in physical intimacy, but in spiritual intimacy. This is why Abraham and Sarah conceived at how old? 90. Ah, Sarah, you're going to give birth with no physical labor. And rejoice, you who have no children, because you have way more children than Hagar, because you're the, you give children to anything you want. You give offspring to anything you imagine. And everybody's going to be the father, or they're going to be the father and mother of all humanity, Sarah and Abraham. That's why they were 90. So relax, you ladies. You don't have to act like you're Sarah and give birth at 90, okay? But if you grew up in charismatic, they're running around going, I'm going to give birth at 90. I'm like, no, you're not, because that's not what they're talking about. 
In fact, that goes away at what age, guys? At Pentecost, 50. Mm, the seed changes at 50. Anyway, I'm teaching you Hebrew. I'm getting you, I'm trying to give you the imagery. All right. So Yod is the finished work of the strength. Zod is the humble man that has our God. I mean, it's not the upright man of physical intimacy. It's the humbled man. Does that make sense? But it still carries the power of God. And read what Zod says, 90. It's a push hook or pulls toward you something inescapable, meaning whatever you do here, you're going to experience. It's your desire. It's trouble. They, in, the, in the pictures, they call it the hooked man. Because whatever you imagined, you became hooked to. So righteous to hunt. Starting to get the imagery. Whatever I imagine is the finished work of God and draws it to me and it's inescapable and it hooks me to it. And Resh, if you go look at the last letter of Yatsar, is the number 200, if you go look over here. And what is Resh? It's actually a picture of a man's head. If you go look at it in Hebrew, it's a man's head. It's the head or the chief or the highest. So what's the highest part of you? Where's the holiest of holies if you're standing up? Right here. So that's why you see the old covenant when it's going away, it says, hey, come up a little higher, experimentary. Because there's the act of God in physical intimacy, the first covenant. There's the second act of God between the holiest of holies, which never fades away. Abraham and Sarah never go away. That power of God lasts until we step out of this earth, because it's only one spirit. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're getting this now. So Yatsar, the Lord, <clears throat> the Father, your imagination is a divine act, and it is the work of God. God's doing all the work. And it zods, it hooks and pulls everything you need towards you, whatever do in your head. That's Hebrew. You get it. Now you're told everything but that, aren't you? When did they teach you any of this in Bible school? None. The one there to mess, right? They're running around. Shun, da, 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 da. <laughs> it's not how it works, guys. It's actually much easier than this. My kids can do it, right? They, didn't, they, don't, they don't waste any time doing all that stuff. So are you getting this online? Hopefully. Isn't that cool, though? Yes. That's so we can go look at the Hebrew. It actually means things. So when I imagine it's holy, it is God doing all the work, meaning there's no labor for me. It's effortless. I simply imagine what I want to do, trust in it, and it hooks it to me with no effort of my own. There's no labor in, in birthing this birth. Whatever I want to create. That is the Father. That is the Lord. Isn't that cool? So let's finish with this. Um. Oh, is this making sense to you guys? Yeah. It's actually quite easy to me, but that's why I love the Hebrew. Like even in Greek, guys, when I get into Bible Hub, I, I go look at Hebrew because the Greek doesn't mean anything. It, it really doesn't. Sorry, all you Greek scholars. Because if you go look, it'll go, this is a Hebrew word. We don't know. Well, if you just took 22 letters and figured it out, you'd actually understand the whole Bible. Right? But they can't for whatever reason. So let me just share this with you. So here's what I want you to get. If God wanted to anything, what would he do? He would just go, this is how it's going to be. Oh, I didn't show you. But if you go look up that Yatsar, it says, devise in the mind, form a resolution. Resolute in their mind. So what's a re if you're resolute, what does that mean? Steadfast. Like, this is how it's going to be. And if you have a resolution, it says, from this day forward, if you were poor, here's how simple it is to prosper, guys. Just... Form a resolution. Go, you know what? From this day forward, all I'm going to image is myself effortlessly flowing in success, in deals coming to me, in money coming to me effortlessly, enjoying life 
Because as I lambano any blessing that I want, as I lay hold of anything I want, I'm one with the Father. The Father's with me. Can you imagine something really fun, guys, that would be prosperous to you? It can be anything. And so one of the testimonies that came in, this lady, this would seem like a difficult one for a lot of people. Um, Her brother was in prison. Now, here's what's amazing to me, guys. Whether he was justifiably there or not, doesn't matter. If God wanted somebody out of prison, even though if they were guilty, could he get them out? Of course he could, right? He's God. What you don't realize is you are. You, your father, the Lord, pater, is the finished work of God that draws anything you want to you. So this lady just said, you know what? I think my brother's guilty. But I don't care. Because God, if God forms a resolution and says, this is how it's going to be from this point on, we would all run around and go, wow, what a miracle. This should be how we live, not a miracle. Does that make sense? Walking in the miraculous is our natural way to live. It's really this learning how to stop all this judging everything by what we see within. Because you haven't been taught that your imagination is the finished work of God. You'd think it's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. This is as easy as kids can do it. Like they're running around with Play-Doh down there. I guarantee you. Joe and, right? <laughs> they're making stuff out of Play-Doh and going, look at this. And we look at it and go, what's that? It's a cat. I'm like, it is? Okay. <laughs> and their mind is totally a cat, right? Uh-huh. Whatever it is. Now, here's what's really wild. If they get really good at that, a cat will show up in their life. It will. It happens all the time with us. So just be careful what you imagine because there's no judgment in the spirit. Meaning the spirit will bring to you anything you want. There's no judgment in it. Does that make sense? So that's why as a man thinketh, so is he. So this woman, she goes, you know what? I think my brother, this is how easy it is, guys. I think my brother's guilty, but he's my brother and I love my brother. So I'm going to see him completely free with no guilt, guilty conscience. And here's how she did it. She simply... In her imagination right here, she felt him as if she was in her home. The joy of him walking through like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're free. And she felt her hands on the back of his back and felt his neck on her neck. Just goes, that is the finished work of God. Yod, the strength of God. Zod pulls anything you did in your mind to you effortlessly, and it's inescapable. It absolutely comes to you in Hebrew. Isn't it easier to have faith when you understand it? So here's what's really cool. I just wrote some notes. I want you to get this. So pick anything tonight, guys. Pick any desire. He said, I wanted to title it. If you have faith in your imagination, it'll accomplish anything you desire. So, um, well, this is is a simple one. This was a simple one. So when we were going to Italy last week, we looked, we, looked at the, uh, we looked at the weather forecast, and even though the, this place that we rented overlooking the Mediterranean, she's like, bring your umbrellas. It's raining nonstop. And you looked at the forecast, and you're going, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's raining like, everywhere. So we're, I'm trying to, like, do my magic. And, oh, maybe if we go to Sorrento. Maybe if we go to Amalfi Coast. Man, oh, everything's raining, like downpour, wasn't it? So I, before we went to bed every night, we are just like, you know what? We just see ourselves enjoying walking around Italy, holding hands on a, on a date. Completely overcast. We land. Still looks like it's raining, kind of drippy. By the time our cab driver gets to our place, the sun's starting to pop out. Wow. Right? Then the next day, we were going down the Amalfi Coast in different places. 
I didn't even re- re- recognize it anymore. I forgot all about it, to be honest with you. So we went out, you know, our tour guides taking us all over. We're doing our thing and having a glass of wine, the best pizza I've ever had in my life, wasn't it? Like, oh my God, the mozzarella, mozzarella. It's like, they actually talk like that, don't they, Courtney? Like, we thought it was a joke. Like, so like our, our, our tour guides like, Loredana, like, you actually talk like this. Like, you guys actually do this. So all you Italians, I didn't know. I thought it was kind of like a joke. So, but that's how they talk. And they're like, Mwah. they really do. It's like, oh, the mozzarella. And so anyway, um, we get done. They're, they're taking us all around the Malfi Coast. It's beautiful places. We have lunch, whatever. And we're driving home and it starts to pour. And our cab driver goes, wow, you guys looked out today. It didn't rain until you got in the car. I'm like, wow, man, that's just like, it's inescapable. Yeah. Right? We didn't, even, we didn't spend all night and song, da, da, da. please agree with me in prayer. They're just not going to, no, 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 no. You really, does God have to have anybody agree with him in prayer? No, you're one with him. That's what I'm trying to get you. You just form a resolution in your mind. This is how it's going to be. And don't worry about anything out here. Just trust what you did in here is the finished work of God. It works, guys. It works. Our brain starts to go over here because we look and you get news. And No, go right back to here. Wait a minute. I formed a resolution here, God. And this is how it's going to be. You and I are one. And this is how it's going to be. And not weird word of faith. There's no effort to it, guys. It's simply just going, this is how it's going to be. Thank you, Father. And go to bed. So I just wrote a couple notes and we'll be done. I said, faith is simply trusting what you did in your imagination. Imagination, because it's the Lord, because it's the Father, there are no limits. Doesn't it say with God how many things are possible? And every blessing you could ever ask for, like, I just want it to be sunny when I'm walking around. What's already been given to you? I want to prosper. That's already been given to you. I want divine health. Been given. I want great relationships. Been given. Pick anything. I want to make X amount a month. That's been given to you. You can lambano any possibility. That's what's amazing. You can withhold, grab hold of anything you desire. So if you have faith in your imagination, you can do everything. There's no limits and nothing will be impossible to you. Simply imagine it. Start to feel the joy as if it's real. And then just remind yourself. Wait a minute, that is the holiest thing I could do. The holiest of holies is between these two cherubs. And that is the thing that God wants me to do more than anything is lay hold of anything I desire so that my joy can be full. And then just trust he's created you so divinely. There's a love so much greater than yourself that what you just did in there is more real than anything you see here. And it absolutely will come to pass. You don't have to worry about it. I don't care if it looks impossible. It'll show up. Amen. Does that help, guys? All right. For all these local, we're going to have a glass of wine and and uh, and discuss this, and probably turn the Michigan Iowa game on. <laughs> God bless you guys.